It's a live Friday transmission, and I wanted to be here for the whole broadcast today, but I've had some family issues come up that I've got to attend to, but I'm going to be in and out of the office here today during the broadcast. Owen Schroer is going to be hosting with Roger Stone, co-hosting in the first hour. They're coming up in about five minutes, or five minutes exactly. And then in the second hour, Martha Chansley, mother of Jake, or Jacob Chansley, the J6 Q shaman, will be joining us, and, and I'm going to tape something uh, that I'm going to air right before she comes on because I want to issue an apology to Jacob Chansley um, for the way I handled things in hindsight then at the time because I knew he was innocent. I knew he was being set up. I was a little mad at him when he came on the show, I think, two days after. Uh, but uh, in, in hindsight, uh, I, I, I could have done a better job, so I'm going to talk about that coming up. There's also a give, send, go for him. Free Jake. We saw Elon Musk uh, come out uh, just uh, last week and say free the Q Shaman. That's what he's known as, not Jacob Chansley. And we're all Jacob Chansley because they let him in. They brought him in. He thanked the police. They thanked him. And that was not allowed to be seen by the jury. And he's spending four years in prison when the left runs around burning down whole cities and then gets bailed out by the now Vice President Kamala Harris. So that's coming up. Now, that's in the second hour. World War III, the election, DeSantis, Trump, the poison shots, what's happening with J6, all of it, with Roger Stone, with Owen Schroyer, Coming up in the first hour. Then, as I said, Martha Chansley, mother of Jake Chansley, J6, political prisoner, a.k.a. the Q shaman, in the second hour today. And they have launched uh, this fundraiser. Uh, the goal is $55,000, which is nothing for legal bills. And he's raised... $20,000. I really want to raise that money today. And I know I come to the well, I come to the audience constantly. And you know, we, we had James O'Keefe on yesterday, relaunching his new O'Keefe Media Group. And I'm just here supporting if you choose so. And then I'm supporting this guy. I'm supporting that person, this lady. I'm just trying to do the best job I can. You choose where you want to support. You choose what you want to do. We don't keep InfoWars afloat, which really needs your support. We won't be here. InfoWarsStore.com. Or triple A two five three three one three nine. We've got great products you need, like our prebiotic, like our ultimate bone broth, like our uh, high end full spectrum CBD that's so good for your brain, your nervous system, your neurological system, your your bones, your joints, your muscles. It's super high grade for fifty percent off. What you'll find anywhere we have it in the dropper form and in the gummy form. But we're really a mothership or a platform of awakening and resistance and support for people in the fight. And I realize that support is you 
who are the foundation and the superstructure and the whole building. You're not the tail on the dog. You're not even the dog. You're the whole dog, the whole tail, the fur, the skin, the brain, the eyes, the guts, the bones. You are everything. So I'm very humbly thankful to all of you. But you also realize what's done to Alex Jones today, what's done to the Q Shaman today, can and will be done to you tomorrow. The Justice Department just announced yesterday they're planning at least a thousand new indictments and arrests to throw people under their federal prisons there in their district of Mordor, Satan on the Potomac. So very dark times for the Republic, but the world's waking up and the globalists are cornered rats. They're being forced out in the open and that's why they're so incredibly dangerous. All right, thanks for joining us on this Friday edition. I'll be here Sunday night hosting the whole enchilada myself, Lord willing, 4 to 6 p.m. this Sunday as well. Spread the word about the Friday edition. That's how we get past the censors. That's how we override the tyranny. We'll be right back. Stay with us. The answer to 1984 is 1776. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. And now, your host, Owen Troyer. And we have a lineup of guests for you today. I'm going to let you know right now, Roger Stone is connected on the line, going to be with me for the entire hour. There he is right there. Look at that smile. Oh, man, that brightens your day right there. That, that brightens my day, I'll tell you that. Roger Stone in the first hour, Pete Santilli and the mother of the Q Shaman, Jacob Chansley, Martha Chansley, with us in the second hour. Savannah Hernandez in studio in the third hour. She recently got chased away from a Turning Point USA event by a bunch of radical leftist Antifa members. And they hunt her down and they say, find the InfoWars girl, find the InfoWars girl. And really, she hasn't even worked here in years, but I guess her most impactful work was here, so they just call her that. And then fourth hour host, Jay Dyer, I'm back on The War Room with Jerome Davidson at 5 o'clock and the Great Revenge of the Sis podcast at 6. So loaded guest schedule today. I'm looking forward to speaking with all our guests, including Roger Stone, who... I hear you got a little nice love letter from Hunter Biden's lawyers this morning. Roger, do you want to do you want to let us know about the love that Hunter Biden feels for you? Well, first of all, Owen, it's uh, great to be back with you. Feels like the old days at the original war room, the real war room uh, where um, we were colleagues and turned out a, an enormous amount of important information for the American people. Uh, and I miss uh, I miss those days. I miss everyone at Infowars. But you've carried on a great tradition. Uh, this is now the second time uh, that Hunter Biden's lawyers have threatened me by letter. Uh, in the first letter, which was several weeks ago, from Abby Lowell, who's an extraordinarily expensive, high-powered Washington attorney, uh, also very capable, by the way. Uh, essentially urging me to preserve all the documents in my possession pertaining to Hunter Biden's laptop, uh, which would be none whatsoever other than, of course, news stories. Um, Because everything I know about Hunter Biden's laptop, I know from one of two places. I read about it at the New York Post, or actually the New York Post or Breitbart News, or I read the extraordinary report put out by the Marco Polo Foundation, 
which I think anyone can go online and get it, MarcoPoloUSA.com, I believe it is. Uh, it's about, I don't know, four inches thick. It's extraordinarily detailed. Uh, today, I got a second letter. This is a cease and desist letter uh, instructing me to stop talking about the contents of the laptop, uh, which are completely mapped out in great, great detail and documented in the Marco Polo report. Uh, I'm not going to discuss the content of the letter beyond that because I haven't had a time to digest it with my attorneys. But oh, and this is a, this is yet again an attempt to silence any discussion uh, of uh, of the deeds of Hunter Biden as detailed in the laptop. And in my case, it's a continuation uh, of of war of lawfare. In other words, it's bad enough that I lost my home, my car my savings, most of my insurance. It's bad enough that my wife has struggled through stage four cancer under those circumstances. Uh, it, it, it is uh, bad enough that I already still have uh, 11 pending, totally frivolous, totally baseless, totally groundless, but heavily sensationalized uh, lawsuits against me. But now I have Hunter Biden's extremely expensive and nasty lawyers threatening me uh, because they don't want me to come on, oh, I don't know, InfoWars uh, or on my own show, StoneZone.Live, uh, StoneZone.Live every day at five o'clock uh, to talk about what can be seen uh, in the public forum, in the public realm, uh, which has all been fully published. It, it seems to me a rather foolish strategy. But again, if people want to help me fight legal action against Hunter Biden's laptop, uh, pardon me, against Hunter Biden's lawyers, they can go to stonedefensefund.com. I wouldn't ask if I didn't need it. Roger, I'm a little confused because this was in the news today as well. Hunter Biden files counterclaims against computer repairmen over handling of infamous laptops. So, so as you were mentioning, he's dealing with the lawsuits as well. But I'm confused here, Roger, because first the story was there is no story. The laptop doesn't exist. It's Russian disinformation. And then after the election was finished, now the laptop is real. And the contents, however, are irrelevant. What is relevant is the people that were talking about it when they were telling us it was fake. Do I have this right? Yeah, I think that's exactly right, uh, Owen. This is a classic tactic of the left. Let's not focus on the actual uh, emails from the DNC or from Hillary Clinton as published by WikiLeaks. Let's only focus on how that information became public. The false narrative continued to be repeated in the media still today that the Russians hacked the DNC uh, and somehow gave that information to WikiLeaks, uh, a claim for which there is no proof or evidence whatsoever. In fact, uh, the head of CrowdStrikes, uh, the, the private company that made that claim publicly admitted in his sworn testimony before the House Intelligence Committee that neither he nor the DNC had any evidence of any of that happening. But what better way to distract from the uh, evidence of corruption, uh, Hillary's personal involvement in dirty tricks and so on, uh, and uh, the doings of the Podesta brothers, uh, as revealed in those emails, rather than to kick up a, a dust storm about how the information became public. Uh, as far as I know, and I'm not an attorney, I stress that, uh, but basically everything that I have read leads me to believe that 
Hunter Biden gave this laptop to a repair shop man, John Paul McIsaac. McIsaac has a signed service agreement that stipulates that if the laptop is not picked up and paid for after the requested work has been uh, conducted, that it reverts to the property of the lap, uh, of the repair shop owner. So I believe it became his property. He did what every upstanding citizen would do. He turned it over to the FBI. So I don't know. Uh, now, the FBI did nothing for 15 months with it. It's a separate question. But I think this lawsuit um, is frivolous. Any lawsuit against me would be equally frivolous. Um, I, I only know about the laptop when I have read about it. Uh, and as far as the contents of the laptop, um, uh, first of all, Hunter Biden is a public figure. But secondarily, the published uh, material put out by the Marco Polo Foundation, which I believe to be accurate and genuine, is shocking to say the least. You can get that yourself, by the way, by going to MarcoPoloUSA.com. It is available to the public. Well, and there's so much to unpack here. One, I believe Hunter Biden is going into court proceedings right now because of his baby with the stripper that he impregnated and didn't want anything to do with. He's he's involved in legal action there. Apparently there was some issues with the childcare payment. So that's nice to know that he's got money to sue Roger Stone, but not pay for his child that he doesn't want you to know about. And of course, the obvious wrongdoing here is not from Roger Stone. It's that if any legal action should be taken right now, it would be against the Bidens. We just found out that the Bidens were taking money from the Chinese, as many as four Biden family members taking money from the Chinese in 2017 while they were investigating Trump. We now know that the contents of the laptop were real. How do you fathom this? How do you fathom the fact that you're having legal action taken against you for doing nothing wrong, nothing illegal, but the actual crime family, the Bidens, receiving money from the Chinese and the alleged activities we see on this laptop, nefarious as they are, no legal action against the Bidens. Yeah, it's the two-tiered justice system that we seem to live under. Look, I think that this whole attack on me and others uh, is the brainchild of a, a Hollywood lawyer screenwriter named Kevin Morris. This guy uh, has actually written out a Unabomber-like chart uh, that uh, has uh, my uh, one of my personal attorneys, Tyler Nixon, uh, who's been on the show many times. Uh, I'm in the chart. Well, this guy uh, this sounds this guy sounds extremely stable. Roger, first break, folks. Don't go anywhere. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. 
Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Hey, everybody. If you've ever thought about heirloom beans as a storable survival food, I've got great news. In fact, I'll bet it's the best news you've heard in a while. Here's the thing. We've just received a fresh batch of gourmet heirloom beans, survival soup beans. These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, and above all, with no hesitation whatsoever, the best tasting beans in the entire world. The best part? We've dropped the price by 33% this week for listeners who know higher food prices are coming and want an inflation hedge you can actually eat if you want to. Gets even better. With your permission and with a high regard for your health and well-being, I also want to send you two pounds of what we think is the single most underrated superfood in the world, period. Go to SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. And discover the real reason we're giving this unusual superfood away at SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Today, Roger Stone is with me. We're talking about he's now received, I believe, Roger, your second cease and desist from uh, the loving Hunter Biden lawyers. They love you so much. But, folks, you need to understand something. The fate of InfoWars, the fate of Roger Stone is your fate. And when I hear what Roger has gone through, uh, really, the last five plus years before even this Hunter Biden laptop scandal and then the scandal becomes how they're suing people that talk about it. You have to understand this is now their plan is to sue all their political opposition out of existence. They did the test run with Alex and InfoWars. You saw the result. Now they go for Roger Stone. They go for Donald Trump. They go for Tucker Carlson. They go for Fox News. They're coming for everybody. But again, Roger, the one the one thing that stands out to me about this, which is just I, I can't even fathom it. I'm just I'm at a loss for words. How is it that legal action is being taken against Roger Stone and not Hunter Biden? I mean, of all the things, I'm watching the news last night, Roger, and do you know how much coverage I saw of the four Bidens getting millions of dollars from the Chinese? How about none? How about not a single minute? Now, if it was Donald Trump who got a penny from Russia or China or anywhere else, it'd be the top news story for the entire week. But when it's the Bidens, nobody blinks an eye. And now they come after you, Roger Stone, for talking. I mean, outside of just this impacting you and your life, what do you think about this? How, how do you react? How do you respond to this? Uh, it, it boggles the mind. I mean, Paul Manafort uh, went to prison, did hard time, solitary confinement. Uh, he was even incarcerated prior to being found guilty of any crime uh, for lobbying for the Ukraine. Uh, without registering a Foreign Agents Registration Act registration. It's abundantly clear, based on what I read in the uh, Hunter Biden uh, laptop files published publicly uh, and in the New York Post, uh, that Hunter Biden acted on behalf of foreign companies and governments, but he never filed such a registration. We know that Tony Podesta, brother of John Podesta, Hillary Clinton's uh, campaign manager and in his own right, a heavy-duty uh, Washington Democrat lobbyist who represents the largest telecommunications company in China, also uh, failed to register on behalf of Ukraine. No action 
uh, was taken uh, against him. So uh, it is uh, really uh, extraordinary that if you are a truth teller, uh, as Garrett Ziegler is, uh, who, by the way, is an amazing young man, uh, very uh, precise, uh, very organized, uh, very credible, who has taken on the enormous project of taking the entire laptop uh, file uh, and laying it out in a very readable uh, format uh, with explanations and footnotes and photographs and so on. Um, he is subjected to harassment by Hunter Biden's uh, lawyers who are, A, threatening the tax status of his foundation. Uh, he's never advocated the election of or, uh, or vote for or against any candidate or party. There's no violation there. He's entitled to publish this material. Uh, and then secondarily to somehow come up with the, the deluded claim that I was involved in this information becoming public, which is categorically false, and now issuing a cease and desist letter saying that I can't speak about it in public. Uh, it, it is really, it's quite extraordinary, but it is par for the course. We have a two-tiered justice system. Uh, I may not agree with everything Alex Jones says, but he certainly has a First Amendment right to say it. For that, um, they're trying to destroy him. Uh, they're trying to uh, bankrupt him. Uh, they're trying to close down InfoWars, which has been a, a beacon of truth now uh, throughout, uh, you know, the Trump years and even before. Uh, look at it this way. There, where could I go today right now to tell people that Hunter Biden's lawyers are threatening me if there was no InfoWars? I mean, look, I, I do a show, StoneZone.Live, uh, same time as The War Room. This is one of the great tragedies of uh, Western civilization that you and I are on at the same time. So folks have to watch one of us in rerun, but that's okay. Uh, but if there was no InfoWars, I would not be able to put out the clarion call and tell people of this harassment. So it, it's important that people support InfoWars. People go to the to your product page. If you're not if you're not interested in buying something today, and there are many great products that I love, there's a there's a button there where you can make a contribution. Uh, Alex Jones is a fighter. He's a warrior. Uh, I've never seen lawfare at this level, uh, and he deserves your support. Well, it must be nice to be the Bidens receiving millions of dollars from overseas so that they can just sue whoever they want. You know, I wish I had a, a, a gigantic fund to just sue whoever I want and threaten and harass whoever I want, Roger. I guess that would be a nice thing. Actually, I take that back. I'm not even sure I would want that. I'm not even sure I would want to do that. But the point is, this is what the Bidens are doing to you. And, and again, when the House GOP Oversight Committee yesterday releases the document showing four Biden family members receiving millions of dollars from the Chinese communists and nobody covers this while they were doing their fraudulent Trump-Russia collusion investigation. I mean, that's the whole story right there. So I'm just I, I, again, I'm just at a loss here. And I guess I'm talking myself in circles. No media coverage. No, like, I guess at this point, I, I shouldn't expect anything from the media. I mean, is that how fallen we are as a nation state that the Biden crime family can just do whatever the hell it wants? Nothing from the FBI, nothing from the Department of Justice, nothing from the American media, and they can just criminally harass whoever they want? Uh, it underlines the importance of alternative media, because you're absolutely right. Uh, you're not going to see anything about this 
on network television. You're not going to see it certainly at CNN or MSNBC. Uh, you're not going to see it in the Washington Post or the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal. You're, you're not going to see it in the so-called legacy media. Uh, these uh, outlets have been protecting Joe Biden since uh, before he was nominated. Uh, and if it weren't for the Infowars and the uh, or Tucker Carlson, for example, um, there'd be no alternative coverage. I must say, uh, we got about a minute and a half, but I have never seen a public assault on a public figure like the assault on Tucker Carlson, uh, and he's standing up to it in a way that is really inspirational. He, he is he is a man of steel. He is a true patriot, a man of enormous integrity, and the attacks on him for simply revealing the truth and documenting it with video, uh, it's breathtaking. It really is. Well, and I'll tell you too, just to follow up on that before the break here, when I see what you have done, Roger, in your, not just your career, but in, in more recent years, dealing with the persecution and the attacks and the lies you've gone through, uh, working with Alex Jones, seeing that you mentioned Tucker Carlson and some other people that have been inspiring to me growing up. I've got to tell you, as somebody that looks at all this and just says, you know, I can't, I'm only human, folks. And sometimes I look at all this, I look and I'm like, just get out. Like, just get out. These people are going to destroy your life. They're going to ruin you. Just get out. Just go out to the country, work for the rest of your life. Just get out. But I see inspirational figures like you and I say, why would I give up? If Roger Stone hasn't given up, how can I give up? If Alex Jones hasn't given up, why why would I give up? And then I remember that the freedom, the prosperity, and I believe the country, the United States of America, is worth fighting for. Roger Stone is with us here on The Alex Jones Show. Let's get into the Trump campaign on the other side of this break with the great Roger Stone. We now have three new game-changing products that are in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. And one of our best-selling products sold out for over a year that's now back in stock. Our prebiotic does eat any introduction. does such amazing things for your gut flora, your overall health. What it does is essential. Go read about it at InfoWarsStore.com. And now, the fourth toothpaste designed by my dad. The last two were big hits. This one is really special. It's turmeric concentrate with a bunch of other essential oils and so much more to take your mouth's health to the next level. We also have high-quality ashwagandha root for your libido, your stamina, your testosterone with black pepper extract to accelerate it as a pill. And we have ashwagandha root gummies as well. Very strong, very powerful. Now in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. Go there, experience these great products and others, and fund the InfoWar. The only way we fail is not taking action. God bless you. Now please visit InfoWarsStore.com and experience these powerful products for yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. You are listening to an InfoWars.com frontline report. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. And now, your host, Owen Troyer. Well, Roger, it's pretty clear at this point that the deep state is going to do anything they possibly can to keep Trump from running. And, of course, the lawfare is their go-to tactic right now. This is from Axios. Looming Trump charges threatened to inject chaos into his 2024 campaign. Now, let me ask you this historically first, Roger. At any other time, 
in U.S. history, if there was a phenomenon like this where a presidential candidate was being politically persecuted, then it would be viewed as just that political persecution trying to interfere with a campaign, interfere with an election. But that's not the narrative now. The narrative now is Trump must go down. Trump should not be able to run. What do you attribute that to? How are they able to get away with this clear political persecution because they don't want Trump to be president again? I mean, even a decade ago, the media would be calling this out for what it really is. What has happened, Roger Stone? Uh, What you see here, I think, is the palpable fear of the two-party duopoly who simply do not want to face Donald Trump at the polls again. Uh, And therefore, the Russian collusion hoax failed. The the Ukrainian uh, impeachment failed. There's still two ongoing investigations, one into January 6th, one into his handling of classified or secret government documents. We don't know the outcome of those either. Uh, and but but to charge him now uh, on this extraordinarily minor matter, the statute of limitations of which I believe has run out anyway, really shows you the desperation uh, of the establishment not to run against Donald Trump. So in one breath, they say he's damaged, he's disgraced, he's virtually in exile, he'll be crushed. He's, he'll, he can't possibly win an election. And then they say, oh, my God, we don't want to run against that guy again. Uh, and what's interesting, and I think this is absolutely key, we saw this after the raid at, at Mar-a-Lago, uh, is that the American people rally to Donald Trump when he's under attack. Uh, if they bring charges against him uh, in any of these matters, it will simply turbocharges campaign for the Republican nomination and ensure that he is the Republican nominee. Uh, Now, perhaps uh, in a misguided political judgment, that's actually what they want. I mean, Jimmy Carter and his advisors actually wanted to run against Ronald Reagan. They thought he would be the easiest candidate to be when, in fact, he was the strongest candidate against Carter. Uh, This mistake was repeated by Hillary Clinton and her advisors. They actually wanted to run against Donald Trump in 2016. He had no political experience. Uh, They saw him as a caricature, as a cartoon character. They didn't understand the strength of the America first uh, message. So perhaps in some perverse way, they believe that this persecution um, will ensure his nomination because they believe, I think falsely, um, that he is easily beatable in a general election. What will the economy be be like in November of 2020? I don't even want to imagine, actually. But they're obviously working in small margins here. They're obviously walking a tightrope because, I mean, they know if they charge Trump or arrest Trump that things are just going to start coming apart at the seams. And And I think people that may have even been anti-Trump in the past will come out and say, this is ridiculous. This is out of control. This is clear corruption. I hate Trump, but he's not the problem that this country has. He has not been in government for decades like Joe Biden. This is completely out of control. They have to be aware of that. But at the same time, they also feel like if we don't get rid of Trump, let's say put Trump behind bars, then he's going to continue to be a threat to us. 
So how do they balance this, Roger? I mean, that's clearly what they're trying to do is this balancing act of, well, we do want to destroy him completely, put him behind bars, whatever, because he's a threat to us. But also we realize that the more we do that, the stronger he'll actually get. And perhaps more importantly than Donald Trump, the more aggressive the people would get against the deep state tyranny. Well, first of all, uh, to be very clear, we're not advocating violence against the government or any kind of uprising if Donald Trump uh, is arrested. That's not what either one of us are saying. But I do think it will awaken a lot of voters and a lot of Americans who may be unclear about what's going on in the country. Secondarily, uh, I think they might be looking at this from both a short-term and a long-term point of view. In other words, politically, from a short-term, they may realize uh, that it charges against Donald Trump on any matter um, will turbocharge uh, his campaign for the nomination. If Donald Trump has any kind of charges filed against him, it'll be the worst possible day of Governor Ron DeSantis's life. Uh, we've already seen this phenomena in the wake of the raid on Mar-a-Lago, and therefore I think opposition to Trump within the party um, will virtually collapse. Uh, if there are charges filed against him. Now, they may believe that these doom him in a general election. They didn't think he would win the last two elections either. And of course, this is the Democrat Party that has rejected every presidential election that they've lost in the 21st century. So that is ironic. But all facts aside, uh, don't let the truth get in the way of a Democrat lie. Roger, is Joe Biden the worst president you've ever seen? Uh, It appears that way. I mean, I never thought I'd say that. Uh, You know, uh, prior to this, I would have said that uh, Barack Obama was the worst president in my lifetime. Uh, Prior to that, I would have said Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter, uh, if we read the press reports, lies near death in a uh, a Georgia hospice. Uh, The more I read, I've read a couple of his books now. I don't think he was a, a bad man. I think he was a patriotic American. In fact, I think he was a good man. He just wasn't a good president. Uh, But I think he was a a decent uh, person, uh, a man of faith. Um, I think he was a a patriotic American. Uh, Barack Obama uh, is now in his third term, I think, in reality. But when you look at um, uh, gas prices, for example, who in their right mind would think that turning on the Russian gas pipeline, which Donald Trump had turned off, but turning off the Keystone Pipeline in the United States, which Donald Trump had turned on, uh, that that would benefit the United States. Who would possibly think that? Uh, Oh, and I went to a supermarket the other day to buy a steak. Well, it wasn't really a steak. It was really two bites of a steak. Um, uh, And it was $7. Uh, This was not enough to sustain a grown man. Uh, So the food prices, if you can find the items you're looking for, We have a shortage of chicken wings going on here in Florida. That's hard to believe. Uh, Then you then you add into that the inflation, um, the fact that there's 370,000 homeless veterans in this country, but we're shipping billions of dollars uh, to Ukraine. Uh, President Biden tells him we're not going to give them Abrams tanks. Then we give them Abrams tanks. Then he says we're not going to give them certain fighter jets. Uh, I believe those fighter jets are on the way. Uh, and they'll be asking for billions more as they walk us right up to the precipice of World War III. This is the most dangerous time 
uh, ever in American history. Uh, and if you are the Iranians uh, or the Chinese and you see nothing but weakness from this administration, well, weakness is provocative. Uh, I think the Chinese, uh, just as the Ukraine, the Russians did not uh, invade uh uh, Ukraine during the Trump presidency. Trump's been very candid. He told Putin directly, said this publicly, that he would launch an attack on Moscow if that happened. Uh, and he's also said, you know, I'm not sure whether Putin believed I would do it or not do it. But even if he thought there was a 10% chance that I really would do it, it kept him from launching an invasion into Ukraine. That That's the whole point of leadership. Now, as this administration uh, demonstrates nothing but weakness, weakness in Afghanistan. Uh, it is a clear sign to the Russians uh, and to the Chinese that there are no consequences for their actions. But Roger, Ari Melber told me Joe Biden is the best president of his life. Ari Melber, Roger, I know you respect him a lot. MSNBC host, come on now. The fight against the New World Order is now the top story in the world. The globalists are in deep trouble, but they're striking back with all their deep state operatives to shut down InfoWars and other truth tellers like James O'Keefe and Tucker Carlson and countless others. So please pray for us now more than ever. Spread the word about the broadcast and get great products to keep us on air and fund our operation while at the same time enriching your life. Now, we've got three new products available at InfoWarsStore.com and a bestseller back in stock. We have the amazing Dr. Jones Naturals, turmeric toothpaste, and so much more. Find out more at InfoWarsStore.com. We have the ashwagandha root pills with black powder extract to accelerate your libido, stamina, testosterone. And we have pure ashwagandha gummies at InfoWarsStore.com as well. These are all the highest quality products. The prebiotic is now finally back in stock. They're all there at InfoWarsStore.com. So please take action now. Enrich your life, empower your body, and keep us on air. Please take action now. InfoWarsStore.com. I've got some good news. Our high-quality supplements really work, and we have about an 80% reorder rate with customers. That's the good news. They're amazing. The bad news is around 1% or a little less of our actual viewers and listeners ever go to InfoWarsStore.com and ever actually buy the products. So you're missing out on these products, plus it funds the InfoWar. Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience actually buying products. Think what would happen if those of you on the fence actually went to InfoWarsStore.com and got some of these amazing products. I would recommend Turmeric 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder it and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high quality full spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well. Or Real Red Pill Plus. Just go try the product, fund the InfoWar, and help us defeat the new order together. InfoWarsStore.com you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. You know, I got to tell you quickly here, Ronder Stone with us. Last night, I did a deep dive to try to understand where Joe Biden is getting this idea that fighting a war with Russia is a good thing. And it turns out that he really thinks he's going to be some sort of a Dwight Eisenhower or FDR type 
And his campaign staff is basically saying yes, encouraging this. And so it's a dangerous thing. And last night, I'm doing a deep dive and I'm looking at these Democrat think tanks and these Democrat roundtables, and they're all saying the same thing. We need to fully support Ukraine, give them whatever they need to win this war. And folks, it's an unwinnable war for Ukraine. The only way Ukraine wins would be if the U.S. and and NATO and the rest of the world decided to get involved and fight a world war over it. And I'd rather not do that. Now, we'll continue with Roger Stone here in a second, and I do want to ask him some other questions. But first, ladies and gentlemen, I got to tell you, I've tried something new today, and I put a half scoop of the ultimate bone broth into my coffee today, a half scoop. This is my cup of coffee, so you can have an idea of you know, how much coffee we're talking. My goodness, the flavor explosion, unbelievable. And I'm somebody that I just drink coffee black. I don't like putting sugar or creamer or anything in there, but I, I got a little experimental today. There was a ultimate bone broth canister. In fact, I got one right here that was sitting out next to the coffee machine. And I'm thinking, well, what is this doing here? I'm going to put a half scoop in my coffee. Amazing. Amazing. So I'm getting the primal human nutrition, ultimate bone broth plus chocolate flavored from InfoWarsStore.com. I'm getting that primal nutrition in my coffee today. Mmm tell you that was the right move so you can get your ultimate bone broth plus at infowarsstore.com it's not actually for coffee but it can be and it's working great for me today in the coffee adding the flavor and with coupon code exclusively for the listening audience with coupon code let's ride you will get 10% off at checkout coupon code let's ride will get you 10% off at checkout that's already in addition to the discounts you'll already see on the certain supplements and products we have on sale. Coupon code Let's Ride gets you 10% off at checkout at InfoWarsStore.com. All right, Roger, I want to kind of conclude here with the Biden stuff. What are you hearing? Who's really running the Biden White House? Because we don't ever hear from Joe Biden. I mean, it's really actually incredible the, the tiny amount of exposure Biden has to the media. So that shows you they know he's an embarrassment. They know he can't talk. Same thing with Kamala Harris. We get maybe 30 minutes to an hour of public exposure from Joe Biden a week. That is, uh, Donald Trump would do that in, in before lunch when he was president. So who's really running the White House? And who is putting this idea into Biden's head that if we just give as much military and money support to Ukraine as possible, they'll win, when really it's just a black hole? You know, I think this is the de facto third term of uh, Barack Hussein Obama. There's actually an interview um, you can find with him, which he said he's often dreamed about a third term in which he doesn't have to leave his basement, that he can have a microphone hooked up to earphones of whoever is the acting president and give directions. I think that's pretty much what is happening. It's not incidental that uh, Jake Sullivan, uh, Susan Rice, uh, the new chief of staff, all of these people are veterans of the Obama administration. So uh, Joe Biden, I think, is a, a figurehead president. Uh, his wife, Dr. Jill, is in charge of trying to keep him uh, looking alert. Uh, but he's uh, he's an embarrassment. And I don't think he is making any of the decisions. That doesn't mean like Woodrow Wilson, where they would put a pen in his hand and then his wife would move the hand. He's probably signing the documents in that way. But I don't think he is running the country I think uh, Barack Obama is. Now, again, just historically speaking, has there ever been a president that does less? 
than Joe Biden. And it's odd to say, because of all the things that are going on, it's hard to believe that he's doing so little with all the developments. But I mean, really, my guess is right now, let's see, it's 1151 here, central time, uh, 1251 on the East Coast where Roger is at. He's probably already jet set it off to a vacation in his beachfront mansion, just like he does every Friday. Has there ever been a president that does nothing. I mean, like he doesn't do anything. Oh, I could sit here and list off 10 things that he should have had a press conference, a conference on five places. He probably should have gone and been there in person. And he's over 10, over five. Has there ever been a, a, a president that has so little time in front of the American people? Well, I think we have to only look at uh, our modern presidents, meaning presidents during the time, uh, you know, when we had mass media, Uh, Woodrow Wilson was virtually incapacitated from through most of his presidency through a stroke. But we didn't know that. What I think you're really asking, Owen, is has there ever been a president who has been so protected by the mass media so that it is not apparent that he's not doing anything? Let me give you an obvious example. It is disgraceful that he has not gone to East Palestine, Ohio. Uh, My grandson, my oldest granddaughter, and my only great-grandson live miles from where that toxic spill took place uh, and the uh, conflagration that was uh, a controlled burn that was clearly not controlled. Uh, The the child still has uh, uh, a fever, uh, a rash, chronic diarrhea. Oh, no, no, folks, don't worry. The, The water, the air, it's all perfectly safe. Uh, It took uh, Donald Trump to go there and show leadership. It gave Donald Trump to go there and give people hope and inspiration. But the president acts like it never happened. Uh, He he still has no plans to go there. And then when his Environmental Protection Agency director does go there, he admits that he wouldn't let his own children drink the water. I think it is the perfect example of where Joe Biden is derelict in his duties as president. It's truly, I mean, clearly the handlers and Kamala Harris as well have realized that the less the people see of Joe Biden, the better. Same thing with Kamala Harris. They might have they might have thought at one point in time she would be a media darling. We found out real quickly uh, the cackling hyena is not so uh, so warming to the American people. So they pretty much just keep both of them silent. I mean, that seems to be the the initiative here is make sure Joe and Kamala are never seen by the American people. Nobody needs to see this embarrassment. All right. Uh, one more thing for you, Roger. Uh, one of your favorites, Eric Swalwell. I know you're a big fan. Uh, he was recently on MSNBC. He says, violent Republican rhetoric put a target on the backs of all law enforcement. Oh, geez, the irony. If you're hearing defund the FBI, you don't distinguish between an FBI agent and a police officer. Really, Eric, you think people are that dumb? like you, I guess, you consider it as law enforcement and the deep state. So the same party that for years chanted defund the police and then actually did defund the police, the same liberal media and the same Democrat party that put a target on police backs that resulted in hundreds, thousands of them being attacked and hospitalized, many ambushed and killed, are now saying it's Republicans that want to defund the police and they're saying that if you say defund the FBI, that's the same thing. Um, Roger, your response. Uh, Eric Swalwell, for two and a half years, insisted that I was a traitor, uh, that I was a Russian spy, that I had worked with Russian intelligence to subvert the 2016 election. It was a vile lie. No evidence to support that was 
ever produced by anyone, including in the Soviet-style show trial that I was put through, where I was charged with lying about Russian collusion uh, in voluntary testimony, Russian collusion that never actually happened. And then we learned that the guy who was infiltrated by the communists was none other than Eric Swalwell. Eric Swalwell penetrated a Russian, pardon me, a Chinese woman spy who then penetrated his office. Why is this significant? Well, because as a member of the House Intelligence Committee at the time, uh, he had access to classified national uh, documents and secrets. Eric Swalwell is a disgrace to the U.S. House. And frankly, it's not enough, in my opinion, just to throw him off the House Intelligence Committee, given uh, his active involvement with a Chinese spy, I think he should be expelled by the entire House. Roger, final 60 seconds with you here. Where's your barometer of hope that we're going to finally root out this corruption and save this country? Because it's really, it's reaching levels unseen, unimaginable. My faith is entirely in Jesus Christ. I'm living proof that Jesus Christ can do anything. Uh, when people ask me, what's your strategy? So I'll tell you my strategy. Prayer is my strategy. I don't believe the Lord will let this great nation founded on Christian principles be destroyed. I'm not the person I was 10 years ago, even five years ago. Uh, and it is only through the power of prayer that America will be saved. God bless you, Owen. God bless you for what you're going through. Uh, and I ask everybody out there in the InfoWars universe to pray for America. And yes, go to StoneDefenseFund.com to help us in this struggle. God bless you. Amen. Roger Stone, always a pleasure to be reunited. And it feels so good. We now have three new game-changing products that are in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. And one of our best-selling products sold out for over a year that's now back in stock. Our prebiotic does eat any introduction to such amazing things for your gut flora, your overall health. What it does is essential. Go read about it at InfoWarsStore.com. And now, the fourth toothpaste designed by my dad, the last two were big hits. This one is really special. It's turmeric concentrate with a bunch of other essential oils and so much more to take your mouth's health to the next level. We also have high-quality ashwagandha root for your libido, your stamina, your testosterone with black pepper extract to accelerate it as a pill. And we have ashwagandha root gummies as well. Very strong, very powerful. Now in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. Go there, experience these great products and others, and fund the InfoWar. The only way we fail is not taking action. God bless you. Now please visit InfoWarsStore.com and experience these powerful products for yourself. Well, the deep state and the Democrats are protecting their own when it comes to this Silicon Valley Bank bailout. This story just went live. Janet Yellen admits smaller regional Midwest banks will not be bailed out, only big banks deemed worthy by Biden regime. So in other words, only the woke banks and the liberal leftist Democrat banks that fund all their projects, all their startups, all their green new bullcrap that all went broke and bankrupt and now got bailed out. But then all the other people that actually suffered that weren't doing corrupt business deals, they're going to take the loss. Wow. Is this big? Let's not forget about the SVB Epstein connection. Weeks before the Silicon Valley bank collapse, several executives sold off large shares of stock, while mainstream media tells its audience to invest in them. 
On March 9th, the day before the collapse, Israel's two largest banks pulled up to $1 billion out of SVB, while Peter Thiel's Founders Fund withdrew millions and advised their clients to do the same. The next day, there was a run on the bank, and Silicon Valley Bank collapsed. Is this evidence of a controlled demolition or a hasty one? The day before the collapse, a U.S. judge ordered J.P. Morgan Chase to turn over documents in a lawsuit accusing them of aiding in Jeffrey Epstein's sex trafficking operation. The team behind this lawsuit was the same team who successfully exposed the involvement of Deutsche Bank, and they subpoenaed several other banks they believe were involved in sex trafficking, including Silicon Valley Bank, and Bank Lumi, the Israeli bank that drained a billion dollars out of SVB the day before it collapsed. Whatever the reason, the U.S. government's response threatens to collapse the world economy. The FDIC insures up to $250,000 for each depositor, but now they are going to cover all depositor losses, and they don't have enough to cover the $175 billion of SVB losses, let alone the trillions of dollars to be lost on the near horizon as banks across the world begin to break. The systemic risk among GSIBs, Global Systemically Important Banks, is that they are so deeply connected that when one falls, they will all follow. Much of the world's economy is already collapsing due to the actions of the U.S. government and the Federal Reserve banking system. And much of the world has been preparing for the end of the U.S. dollar as a world reserve currency. After all the smaller banks die, the people will be left with the central bank, and their solution is the CBDC. CBDC stands for Central Bank Digital Currency. With CBDC, there are no more options. Everyone's account is run directly through the central bank system. As the financial system gets more controlling and more invasive, it's a little bit like bringing up a corral around us. And CBDCs, Central Bank Digital Currencies, and vaccine passports or digital IDs are sort of the last uh, shutting of the gate. It's hard for many people to imagine the risks here because we're so used to living with financial transaction freedom. And we don't understand that when this gate closes on us, we literally will be sitting in a system where the central banks believe that our assets belong to them and they can dictate where we can spend money and what we can spend money on. If you don't behave, you can have your money turned off. There are 12 Federal Reserve Banks, which are located in cities being considered for the 15-minute city model of the World Economic Forum. This is where it's all headed, and there isn't much pushback in the federal government. Utah Senator Mike Lee introduced the No CBDC Act last September, which will likely go nowhere. But we the people have much more sway over our local governments. An Oklahoma House committee unanimously passed a bill to protect Oklahomans from being forced to adopt a CBDC. It's time for we the people to unite with our neighbors and local communities and prepare to liberate ourselves from the central bank system. Recall our corrupt county officials and start looking into local barter and trade systems because central bank digital currency is coming at us quickly and it equals financial enslavement. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese.
Number two on this Friday, March 17, 2023, transmission. And Martha Chansley, mother of Jake Chansley, the J6 prisoner, a.k.a. Q Shaman, is joining us live. About to hand the baton to Owen Schroyer and her. Give, send, go, free Jake. Elon Musk last week said free him immediately. He is absolutely innocent. We have them leading into the Capitol, leading him around, taking selfies, the police into the Senate chambers, him then telling everybody to get out of the building. I was mad at him at the time and others who didn't realize they'd been set up. And if it came off like I was blaming Jake for what happened or that he was a bad person, I did not mean that. I was upset by how we got set up at the Capitol. And since we've learned he's a loving, smart, good person who has a lot of charisma and put in jail for four years, we're doing absolutely nothing. Now they want to charge a 1,000 more people. They've already charged 990-something people. Uh, this is the beta test to, to, to say the American people are terrorists and start just throwing us in jail for even peaceful protesting. Ray Epps isn't in trouble for saying he orchestrated the attack on the Capitol to Congress, but Jake, as his mother calls him, Jacob Chansley is. So give sin go. Free Jake. And I really appreciate her. I apologize that in my anger at the time at the system, uh, if I was uh, mean to a Jake, but you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, uh, and we really need to free him. What happened to him is absolutely wrong. Of course, he's not in as bad a shape as some of the folks that actually got murdered that day. None of them were police. Five of them were citizens. But uh, this is a form of living death for us all as this tyranny uh, begins to take over. So I want you to hear from his mother and from somebody who's also been a political prisoner and who can parallel all the things that are happening right now, Pete Santilli with Owen Troyer. I intended again to be here today, but I had some emergencies come up, so I can only be here for a limited time. But I want to invite uh, Martha Chansley, and as soon as we get Jake free, obviously, uh, in studio, we'll fly him down here. And I believe he will be freed. If we don't free him, then it means our country's doomed. I think he's carrying the coal mine. We have the Trump-appointed judge allows DOJ to hide exculpatory evidence from jury and Proud Boys January 6th sedition trial. I mean, this is such a dangerous moment we're in right now. So, Owen Schroyer, Pete Santilli, take over right now with Martha Chansley. Please donate and get this political prisoner out. He's a symbol, a, a, a archetype, a figurehead for us all. Give sin go. Free Jake. And now, back to the live transmission. Thank you, Alex. Pete Santilli with me here, Owen Troyer on The Alex Jones Show, shortly going to be joined by Martha Chansley. And you know, Pete, if there's anybody that can provide hope that has the experience of being a political prisoner, long-time political prisoner, it's you. And while I've spent a couple short stints in jail cells because of political persecution, I feel lucky that I'm not in the situation that Jacob Chansley or other January 6th defendants are in. 
because this is what happens in corrupt countries. This is what happens when corrupt political parties take over. They arrest, they disappear their political opposition. And so, Pete, before we get into this situation with Jacob Chansley, looking at the larger issue, hundreds of January 6th defendants rotting away in jail cells, being tortured, being tormented, we do see some signs of hope. We have been able to communicate with them. We've even seen some of their smiling faces and hear them sing the national anthem and pray. What what type of messages for hope would you give these defendants that I'm sure some days feel hopeless? You know, the, the, the same level of um, hope that I had that the truth would set us free when I was uh, uh, behind bars. Uh, we knew that the, that the truth was that... Um, that we did nothing wrong. We didn't break the law. We as defendants. Now, then, you know, I, I you know, I, I don't like to go back. Oh, it's old news. It's Bundy, you know, Bundy Ranch news. Uh, no, it was actually a microcosm of what's going on today. Uh, I was actually, believe it or not, I don't just say this. I was blessed uh, with the opportunity to go behind the scenes and have access to ten, tens of thousands of pages of discovery. Uh, and what we discovered was, in fact, the criminals were. The people in the U.S. government that have been perpetrating what we're seeing here on January 6th, uh, they do their um, their surveillance months in advance. They reverse engineer an indictment. And I'll probably say that a couple times uh, throughout the uh, the conversation. Reverse engineering, meaning that months in advance, uh, they knew that there was going to be some sort of a you know uprising or a protest. So the FBI began early on recruiting people, informants, so on and so forth. Then they start their social media influence operation uh, weeks in advance of January 6th. So they're trying to lure people in. Then they've got their operatives. Um, This thing was not spontaneous that took place on January 6th. It was actually manufactured uh, by the same people that entrapped and manufactured and ran an influence operation back during the Bunny Ranch thing. So here's the hope that everybody should have is that the truth will set us free. I know. First hand that there are whistleblowers internally right now that are chomping at the bit to come forward and expose the truth in the Proud Boys trial right now, which will essentially, if this truth comes forward, that all of the frontline breachers were through facial recognition identified as feds, as military personnel, as Joint Terrorism Task Force team members. There's a small group of people that had access to all of that facial recognition. Um, And if called upon to testify, they will testify truthfully that the majority of the people at the frontline breach where you see Ryan Samsell breaking the barricades down, uh, it was done by federal agents. Uh, Now, some of that start to come out in court, uh, and this is public uh, knowledge because uh, Norm Pattis, attorney for uh, Staff Sergeant Joe Biggs, was actually hitting the FBI agent, and and I say hitting um, under cross-examination, uh, starting to reveal some of the truth about this facial recognition, them being very selective about who they prosecuted in that crowd initially. So they started to identify the doors open. I'm hoping that these whistleblowers will be able to come forward. And if they do, Owen, all of these cases uh, go away. Now, this is what happened in the Bunny Ranch trials. Now. Of course, I lost 619 days of my life through the process. But ultimately, 
when the government perpetrates you know misconduct outrageous government misconduct a judge has to dismiss the case and in the case of the proud boys trial it was jenks violations with basically withholding material that they were going to present during uh, eyewitness uh, uh, a testimony on the stand it's called jenks material there's something called giglio material that has to do with confidential informants uh, and then uh, they, they also have Brady material, which is exculpatory information. All of this has been withheld from not just the Proud Boys, but every single January 6th defendant. Well, and I just got to say, I'm grateful for Pete Santilli. Uh, you're a motivational factor for myself. And, and you know, just, just kind of quickly as an aside here, folks, as we're talking about this, you know, InfoWars and Alex specifically are kind of going through some stuff right now. And I don't care to talk about it. It's Alex's story to tell if he decides to tell it. But um, all I would ask is that you continue to pray for InfoWars. You continue to pray for Alex. Yes, obviously, the financial support is key, but that's not even what I'm talking about now. So just know that the men that have been waging their lives, their their treasure, their blood, their sweat, their tears against this tyranny, you know, this, I, I feel like, Pete, we're, we're kind of getting into the final phases here. I kind of feel like the make or break is in the near future. Is freedom, truth, prosperity, and justice going to win the day for America? Or is it over? Is that it? Is it it for individualism? Is that it for self-government? Is that it for prosperity? Is that it for freedom? I mean, this is what it feels like right now. And when you can just put away your political opposition, silence them, disappear them, that's dangerous. Your voice counts. When you share information, be it over the internet or in person, it changes the world. The globalists know their agenda is unpopular. They know you're angry. And now to get around big tech, it's more important than ever that we use every tool we've got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you sign up for our free news and show alerts, you can then take those alerts, those articles and those live feeds both the regular shows and special reports, and share them with everyone you know. Take action now by texting the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 833-470-0438. That's 833-470-0438 for InfoWars Emergency News Alerts. Or text the word SHOW to 833-470-0438 and receive live show notifications. Take action now, create the chain reaction, and tell others to share those texts. Get news alerts at 833-470-0438. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show.
Capitol headlines here with Pete Santilli. He has the proof. D.C. Gulag political prisoner and decorated Army Special Forces soldier Jeffrey McKellop reveals extent of government agents at J6 Capitol protest. It was a complete setup with audio from the Gateway Pundit. Pete, I know you were alluding to that earlier if you want to expand. And and then there's this. And, and really, I kind of want to get your take on this. Biden's DOJ tells court more than 1,000 people could still face charges in connection with January 6th. Now, I've been warning people that this was their plan all along. I've said it on air how they're they're essentially going to keep all of these folders as potential arrests from January 6th forever. Like, consider it like a blackmail type of campaign with certain media members that were there, or certain individuals that were there. Maybe they went to the Capitol, maybe they didn't. But guess what? Now they've got these charges and you step out of line, they can send you a little reminder. Hey, you know, uh, we got you in the Capitol on January 6th. You haven't been charged yet. Would you like to see these papers? Would you like to have these served? Oh, no. Well, maybe you should shut up about covering that story you're covering. If you don't think that could potentially be going on, then you have no idea what country you live in. But, but upon seeing this, even though I've felt that way and warned that that is the case for a while, why would they be promoting that? Why would they be telling the public that that's a potential? Or is this a save face campaign as they're losing the narrative and losing the momentum saying, hey, well, wait a second, though. We've still got more people we want to charge. How do you see this, Pete? I know exactly how to see it because they did the same thing to us. And what they do is they'll kind of put the rumors out there because they're listening, that they want to see who's who's talking. They're continuously listening. A lot of people may have gone, quote unquote, you know, dark because they, you know, they went in and took a selfie in the rotunda, uh, but they got they got quieter. Um, basically, they're, they're putting it out there. They're floating it out there to cause some fear, cause people to talk. They did the same exact thing to us. We had 28, I think, total uh, defendants, and they said that they were going to round up thousands of people that went to the uh, the Malheur National Wildlife Refuge. It was all a rumor. Um, and they, um, uh, again, they have very sophisticated surveillance technology. Um, they're listening. Now, right now it's a race to get this information out. And here's the information we're talking about. There's a lot of stuff that I haven't been able to even make public because we want it to come out in court. We want them to be shocked, shocked that we know the truth. We want shock in the courtroom uh, and bring them to their knees because here's the truth. It was really not just um, um, a color revolution. We're talking about the military being involved. Some of the, some of the, some of the military personnel that had shoot to, uh, shoot to kill orders came from, uh, from a 30 mile away uh, Quantico, Virginia, uh, off-site location. The FBI deployed uh, those military personnel and special forces operators uh, into into D.C. Uh, now, if you have U.S. military active duty, they've got a little-known technique that they use, um, uh, which is they put them under the supervision of the FBI, and they skirt posse comitatus. Uh, but we had military personnel, some of whom may have thought, because they were compartmentalized, that uh, they were participating in something completely different. Maybe they were briefed and told that there were terrorists who were going to be on the ground. And in fact, guess what? There were Ukrainian Nazis on the ground January 6th, one of whom was pictured with Jacob Chansley. So as you can imagine, uh, Jake, even Jacob Chansley, uh, you got to figure 
Ashley Babbitt was surrounded by these operatives, a large number of whom were in the military, Joint Terrorism Task Force, Special Forces operators, and all under the purview and supervision of the FBI without, listen to this, congressional oversight and Capitol Police oversight. There were just rogue operators out there. Now, uh, we're going to be connecting here, and I, I want to kind of set the stage. Um, the, the, the front face, for, for their benefit, a false narrative, the front face of the January 6th, so it's the most beautiful patriotic event that I had ever been to. No, I, I say the, it, it was the largest civil rights march in U.S. history. It, it was. And, uh, you know, someone who is an activist and has been, in fact, I, I know somebody that, that went to high school with Jake, Jacob Chansley. So I started asking questions. Now, who is this guy? Uh, he's a little bit, you know, eccentric. He's got the horns and there was a lot of attention, uh, attention placed on him. But that's who he is. As far as eccentricity, um, I knew him to be, and I was told this by uh, John Ritzheimer, who just so happened to be a co-defendant. Uh, in the Bundy Ranch trials. But John Ritzheimer went to high school with Jacob Chansley. He said, he's a great guy. He will give you, because I was asking about the shirt, it was freezing out there. He said, you know what, he probably, because of his character, gave his shirt to somebody who was cold. He's that kind of guy. Warm, genuine, an activist, uh, making his point. But certainly not a violent person. This, this was told to me by somebody that knew him for many years and uh, a fellow activist. It was out at, at protests. So the truth about Jacob Chansley, um, it, what they do is they get their imagery going. They had cameras. This was a false flag operation. They knew well in advance. It was all scripted. They knew that their operatives were going to be in there provocateuring and causing other people to do things that they normally wouldn't do. Well, guess what? The cameras are there, the mainstream media. And guess what else? Another operation that was going on is all the documentary film crews that were out there. Uh, those documentary film crews were Intel operatives, and they were the ones to get the appropriate images, cherry-picking the violence and, and anything uh, that they could use to the, you know, for the benefit of uh, propagating this, this false narrative that people went there to perpetrate insurrection. Well, I'll tell you what. The truth is now coming out, and I have, uh, and I'm proud uh, to announce that uh, I'm, I'm joined, uh, uh, and this is an exclusive for for Infowars, Alex mentioned something in his pre-recorded message uh, that uh, you know, maybe he, and I'm not going to put words in his mouth, he can go back and listen to it. But uh, I do believe that uh, even I judged Jacob Chansley. I didn't know who he was. And I had to find out a little bit more about him. I don't know him personally, but through my conversations with his, his mother, people who know him, and of course, the videos that we've recently seen, uh, we now know ladies and gentlemen, that Jacob Chansley, as he went into the Senate and he was being escorted by law enforcement. No, from what I understand, and he was saying this right from the very beginning, he was offering to help. He didn't want bad things to happen inside the Capitol, and he offered to help the police. That's why he was not just being escorted. He was actually uh, part of law enforcement to help tamper the crowd down and to de-escalate. He offered to do that. They accepted his offer, and that's why he was standing there uh, in and out of the Senate chamber to de-escalate. And then when they asked him to leave, guess what? He left, and he left peacefully. But that truth never made it to the judge, never made it to 
um, uh, even the, uh, the prosecution and the defense. I think the, the defense attorney originally, uh, you know, as, as they typically do, I'm, I'm going to let uh, Martha Chansley speak to this. And, and, and she's joining us next segment, Pete. She's going to join us next segment. We have an exclusive message from Jake uh, from the Gulag for uh, for our InfoWars viewing audience. Okay, so this is coming up on the other side of this break. And, and I want to even expand on what Pete was saying there. Because, folks, I mean, you're talking about agents literally giving this guy a tour of the cat. So many people say to me, Alex, please stop being so negative. Well, for me, admitting I've gotten a rotten tooth and going in a root canal is not negative. It hurts. It stinks. It's got pus coming out of it. I go to the doctor. They fix it. That's not negative. I'm not living in denial. And so think of globalism as being hidden as an infection that we didn't feel yet, but now it's come to the surface. That's actually a positive thing. And so, yeah, Trump did overall a great job. They stole the election. We can't get down about that. We have forced them out in the open. So now they're trying to suppress us because they know they've been exposed. They're scared. That's why instead of saying, oh, we're a bunch of losers, look what happened. No, we're a bunch of winners. They're trying to suppress us. Let our light of truth shine and tell everybody what's happening. Your own website, your own show, my show, other articles, other videos. Just keep sharing however you can and realize we're in an information war. We're going to win this together. And the fight starts at InfoWars.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. found it the tip of the spear it is the alex jones show with owen troyer folks the setup was on imagine you go to the capitol you're walking around and then a bunch of government employees Police officers, feds, whoever say, oh, here, we're going to lead you around the Capitol. Here, look, come over here. Lead a prayer over here. Here, look, lead a prayer over here. Hey, come over here. Come over here. And you follow them around. They're like an escort. And by the way, they tried to do that to Alex Jones, folks. I mean, look, quite frankly, like people think that something that's going on behind the scenes. Folks, we're so discombobulated half the time. I'm lucky my head is screwed on straight. And so we were so discombobulated that day that... The government agents that were trying to lead us the same way they led Jacob Chansley, the, the same people that tried to escort us, that escorted Jacob Chansley, basically just just fell out because we were so discombobulated, discoordinated, trying to figure out what we were going to do that day that uh, it didn't work out. But for Chansley, he wasn't so fortunate. He did have the government employee escort around the Capitol into and out and then all of a sudden he ends up in jail for being in the Capitol when they had a government escort. That was the situation. And so Pete Santilli joins us once again here with Martha Chansley, the mother of Jacob Chansley, January 6th prisoner. Um, Pete, let's go ahead and let you host this segment. Thank you so much, Martha. First of all, I want to say uh, thank you for the honor of having this conversation because you and I, I would say, uh, began talking maybe a year ago, uh, and I, I shared with you the experiences uh, that I had. But thank you for the honor of of helping lay out the truth because it's a it's a it's been a hard 
slog to get the truth out about uh, Jacob Chansley and what he was involved in was one of the most beautiful patriotic events on January 6th. And it was hard to get that truth out, hasn't it been? Uh, yeah, it has been hard to get it out. And thank you so much for having me, Pete. You know, I, uh, uh, Martha, I want to, first of all, um, I wanted to make sure that, uh, and these these voices are tampered down, obviously, to keep uh, a very powerful influencer. Uh, you know, can we call him eccentric? He can stand out, and he's a very, very articulate person. I've heard him on the stage, extremely wide awake. He has an awesome, powerful presence. That's why you would want to keep somebody like him in a box like he is right now. So I want to use this opportunity right out of the gate. So I want you to speak to our listening audience. And right now, uh, until he's, he's released, that did a little bit, but I want you to be his voice, his megaphone right now on his behalf. And you tell our listening audience uh, what message uh, you can convey on his behalf uh, to, to, uh, to the audience. Well, as far as what's recently taken place, you know, we're, he's, he's very happy that this information has come to light because this is the very thing that he said uh, happened. So it is definitely vindicating to say, look, this is what I said happened. And now you see, here's the proof, here's the, here's the film. And let, let's revisit that because I remember you told me that right from right from day one. Uh, and and I told you from a defendant's perspective, I knew I was innocent. I didn't break the law, so I was listening to what you were saying. Like, and I heard very clearly that when I was, I was actually kind of shocked when you said he was offering. I say shocked in that they allowed him to, but he was offering to law enforcement to help de-escalate the crowd inside the building. I heard that yeah. a year ago, I think. And guess what? That's come out, hasn't it? It's never been made public until recently. But what you said in the beginning, what Drake, Jake tried to tell people, is now we have documentary proof of that. And his attorney knew that part of the story as well. But he said that right from day one. He wanted to help law enforcement because he didn't want violence. He's not a violent person, is he? He is not a violent person. No, he's very peaceful, loving, and kind. And as you mentioned before, yes, he would give you the shirt off of his back. You know, I, I heard that, as I said, uh, I, I know somebody who went to high school with him. And, and mm -hmm. that was the conversation. You know, um, another thing uh, that, uh, that we were all hoping for, and I was there. I was hoping that, that something would have happened, that maybe Mike Pence would have said, that's it, enough is enough. Maybe him and... And President Trump were working. There's a lot of uncertainty, but we held a lot of hope. So the words right. that you hear for, like, if it was me and I had horns and my, you know, I, and I, I wouldn't go shirtless. It was too cold, anyways. But uh, uh, he's a much more courageous man than, than I am. But the words he was speaking, like, this is it. Let's go. Let's do this. Because we were thinking that something spectacular was going to happen. And yeah. also, I knew that the patriots that were there with Kevlar helmets and body armor and all that stuff, they were there to protect the crowd from Antifa. There was a mixed bag, and we weren't going to be afraid to go to Washington, D.C. So that whole mixed bag of stuff, if you listen, uh, and I'll, I'll throw back to you so you can speak to this. 
If you listen to Jake's words and he's saying, man, this is it, we're going to do this. I mean, they, they convert that to like he was conspiring to do bad things. When in fact, we held out hope that something truly historic was going to happen on that day. And that's why we were there, we were present. Um, can you speak to that? He, he held out a lot of hope for his country. He's a Navy veteran, is he not? He is a Navy veteran, yes. So speak so, to some of that as to what he may have told you. He was you know, hoping may have happened. I know it's real positive stuff. Well, he was hoping what we all were hoping is that um, Pence would have not signed that. That he would have said, look, we need to investigate. We need to find out what's going on. Mm-hmm. That's that right. That is not what took place. Uh, I will also say myself, I was thinking to myself being, now, Jacob Chansley is a Navy veteran. I'm a Marine Corps veteran. I was hoping that the military at some point would get involved because everybody knows that now we now know that January 6th was part of a military coup. We now know this and it's going to come out in court. But I digress, set that aside. I was hoping something spectacular like that may have happened. And then, so when I saw the stuff like with the smoke and it was so awkward and it was so completely the opposite of the reasons why we're there. I thought it was kind of, I'm like, this is kind of stupid right now. What's going on with the smoke and why are the police firing into the crowd? So now I'm going to throw back to you again. What do you remember about what he said? He's been very consistent. When he went inside, he didn't want stupid things to happen. He didn't want our house to be vandalized. He wanted people to be peaceful. And in fact, he's been on the record saying so. Our commander in chief said, go home, let's go home. He took charge of the situation, did he not? Yeah, I thought he did. And he, he, as you mentioned before, um, and I've mentioned too, that he, he volunteered to help the police to de-escalate and help get people out. So like there's actual video out there that you hear him saying, um, let's, uh, let's respect the blue. I think he said, respect the blue, the men, men and women in blue is what he said as they're escorting everybody out. And then you see other video of him standing outside that door where people were trying to go in. Did you see that one as well? And he's telling people, everybody, uh, President Trump said uh, he wants you to go home. Uh, it's time to go home. Time to go home. And even read the tweet. Somebody pulled up the tweet. Donald, uh, President Trump's tweet. That's right. Now we have uh, just about um, uh, a couple of uh, minutes here, and and on the other side, um, let's let's talk about um, his present state. I'm understanding he's strong. Everyone wants to hear uh, that. I want everyone to hear that. How's he doing? And what does the future hold for him? As in, how long? How much longer could they possibly hold him and torture him in the fashion that they are? Stay right there. We're, we'll uh, we'll be going to a break here, uh, and then we'll talk about that on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuned in live to the special broadcast here on Infowars.com. The fight against the new world order is now the top story in the world. The globalists are in deep trouble, but they're striking back with all their deep state operatives to shut down Infowars and other truth tellers like James O'Keefe and Tucker Carlson and countless others. So please pray for us now more than ever. 
spread the word about the broadcast and get great products to keep us on air and fund our operation while at the same time enriching your life. Now, we've got three new products available at InfoWarsStore.com and a bestseller back in stock. We have the amazing Dr. Jones Naturals turmeric toothpaste that's so much more. Find out more at InfoWarsStore.com. We have the ashwagandha root pills with black powder extract to accelerate your libido, stamina, testosterone. And we have pure ashwagandha gummies at InfoWarsStore.com as well. These are all the highest quality products. The prebiotic is now finally back in stock. They're all there at InfoWarsStore.com. So please take action now. Enrich your life, empower your body, and keep us on air. Please take action now. InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, InfoWars has proven itself the last 28 years to be over the globalist target and having the biggest effect out there against those tyrants. And we fund our operation with viewers and listeners' support while selling you great products at the same time. So I want to thank all the viewers and listeners who have supported us over the years by spreading the word, praying for the broadcast, and buying product. But I really want to encourage those of you that have been on the fence and have never actually gone to InfoWarsStore.com to go there and get the great books and films and supplements and survival gear that's there that won't just empower you and enrich your life, but again, will keep this broadcast transmitting. So whether it's Real Red Pill Plus or our super high-quality CBD oil or the 50% off or our great physio magnesium product or whether it's Down and Out, our great sleep bay that's back in stock, it's all there. Our turmeric, 95% humanoid, strongest out there, turmeric 95. It's all available at InfoWarsStore.com, and it keeps us on the air. So make the decision to enrich your life and keep us on air, InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. We're back here live on The Alex Jones Show. Owen Schroyer sitting in studio for Alex. We do have Pete Santilli hosting right now with the mother of political prisoner Jacob Chansley, Martha Chansley, and I can't even imagine what she is going through uh, watching her son go through this, but both of them clearly strong, and so we are praying for them. Quickly, before Pete takes back over, folks, remember to keep this transmission on the air by shopping at InfoWarsStore.com. I just figured out another product hack, the Ultimate Bone Broth Plus in a cup of hot coffee. I never saw this one coming, but I am enjoying it listening to Pete and Martha talk here. A cup of coffee with a scoop of Ultimate Bone Broth Plus in it really brings out the flavor. I'm telling you, folks, give that a try. I never saw this one coming. I am going to be enjoying this in the future. Now, back to Pete Santilli with Martha Chansley. You know, thank you, Owen. And it's amazing seeing, you know, and I'm going to say, uh, even Martha as a family member it has, is a, and I'm not saying of, we're victims, okay? Uh, we are the politically persecuted. And when I say victim, when you have the full force of the government, Martha Chansley, coming upon your family, this is what you're here to represent is to tell the story because Jacob Chansley has not had the opportunity to come to the microphone. Now, of course, he went there. Uh, he was on camera. It, it, we could have, we have eight, nine minutes in this segment. So I don't want to consume too much time about the pre-planning, the pre-staging. They want to have his face, his imagery uh, with the backdrop of an insurrection because they script all of that. They get all of their shots set up. It's a reverse engineering of an insurrection. They wanted the insurrection before we even got to Washington, uh, D.C. They lure people in, 
they put Ukrainians around Jacob Chansley. I have I have a picture of a known neo-Nazi Azov Battalion member who was facially recognized, and he's of course with Jacob Chansley out in front of the Capitol. So, um, so going into this, uh, he's hopeful. We go to a great protest, a patriotic event. It's awesome, and then he starts coming home, and he's driving home. You live in Arizona. And he heard that he's wanted, and he's a Navy <laughs> veteran, he's a law-abiding citizen. So he's like, okay, uh, I mean, you, I want you to tell, tell that story. He picked up the phone, he called the FBI and said, I understand you guys are looking for me. And he didn't think anything of it, this is well-documented. He contacted them, didn't he? Yes, he did, yes, he did. He, he called them and said, I understand that you're looking for me. And they said, I'm sorry, who are you? I'm, who is this? <laughs> it, it it's amazing, truly amazing for somebody who was, who was, uh, who was really wanted. Um, he, he, he had to go through some channels just to get to the right person to talk to him. People, they ended up calling him back. He, and he answered, there's three different times. He's, uh, if you see his conduct, now I'm gonna, I'm gonna mention this uh, as well. Because the left, because they've got their insurrection narrative. Of course, you gotta stick to that insurrection narrative and you can only go by their uh, pre-scripted shots and narratives and imagery and fire and, you know, and police getting, you have to, to go by their narrative or else. And anything that you see in the form of a documentary or in the discovery, they say that's cherry picking. Well, it, that right there alone, is it not the most outrageous statement right there? Because the truth is in full context. Martha, you and I know that when you see the truth in full context with all of the video, that he was not a danger to society. He was helping law enforcement and all eyes were on him. He had a calm demeanor. And in fact, many instances where he said, everybody calm down. And the president said, go home, we're going home. Did he not say that? Tried to leave yes. everybody to go home. Absolutely, all of the above, that's what he did. Very calm, cool, and collected. When he read the text out there in front of the Capitol, when President Trump sent the, sent the message out in front of that crowd, what did he refer to President Trump as? The commander, in, commander in chief, I'm sorry, I didn't want to throw you off guard. He said, our commander in chief. Yeah, our Trump. commander in chief, yes. Right? And yeah. that, those are the words spoken of a man that has sworn an oath, a Navy veteran, somebody that's not afraid of the chaos of the war that was perpetrated upon him and everybody else there. So he was leading the charge and said, our commander in chief says, go home. That's it. We stand down and go. Right. Well, you know, he, it's good to to show that he was definitely leading his own charge, <laughs> you know, and also again helping people, um, yes. and getting them to be calm. And look, this is what our commander in chief said. Right. This is what we need to do. We need to be respectful. Right. Right. As a leader, to suggest that, but then again, I also yes. heard him say, "You're a man of or woman of free will. You, this is the United States of America. You can stay if you want." Right. This is what we should do. Right. So, uh, uh, he's definitely a, a leader, Pete. Don't misunderstand. A leader. Me. He, right. he is a leader, but when he went there, he wasn't going to lead all those people. He was just going because he was supporting 
um, uh, President and Commander in Chief President Trump. And the leadership role that I'm referring to, yeah, I don't want, yeah, I don't want to give them any opportunity to take our words out of context. What I mean by leadership is, here's the message I'm going to relay it to everybody here. Our commander in chief says this, and then yes. people started to push back, and he said, "You have free will; you can do whatever you want." But this is what our commander in chief says. And but you know what? It's okay to say that in front of the crowd. You know why? Because nobody planned to do anything other than to be supportive of our president anyway. We weren't there That's to do why they were there. Right. That's, That's why right. we were there because of we we were supporting our president and our right to to. Peacefully protest, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Now we have uh, here, and 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 of course, I'm going to have you on my show for I say a longer format because there's stuff to tell, and I believe that your family deserves to be honored to tell that story about Jacob to undo the damage done by the mainstream media because they will not only steamroll uh, their political adversaries. Uh, but they're after a different entity. And if Jacob Chansley and your family is thrown to the wood chipper, that's the disgusting part of what's happening here. Right now, your son is not only uh, in great spirits, from what I understand, talk about his current spirits. He's in the process of getting out, and then he's still going to be under the thumb of the government. But I believe, Martha, that he should be walked out the back door right now, just on the information that Tucker Carlson has been exposing. Now, what we know the truth to be, that even his own attorney uh, didn't have all of that information and offered the plea agreement. Do you believe that your attorney right now, Mr. Shipley, he, he could appeal to some mechanism in the courts? Here, we've got two minutes and 30 seconds to go. But I want to get your family to support because Mr. Shipley can can do something to get him to walk out the door and to, to help our nation start to heal, correct? Yes. So, um, uh, Bill Shipley, he's, he has already done, um, and put the paperwork through to, to the court system. And so now we're, we're waiting. So we just hope and pray that, that, you know, let's cross our fingers that, that Judge Lambert is going to say, you know what? In lieu of, of this information that's come out, Jacob should be free, but there is a process to it. We have to honor that process, and I'm in agreement. It would be great to have him just say, "You're you're free." So that's yeah. our hope and our prayer. That's right. Now uh, I, I'm going to say this uh, because I I have watched and I've tried to help and be supportive and volunteered my time to multiple teams uh, because there's hundreds of defendants. It, it, it actually, we have uh, right now attorneys that are working for free, it, but it still costs money to investigate and right. to do filings. Uh, when you go up against the government in court, it costs millions of dollars to defend yourself. Somebody like uh, Mr. Shipley and your family. Now, this gives and go, givesandgo.com forward slash free Jake. It's really imperative. And I didn't I tell you I want to help your family yeah. and Mr. Shipley. Whatever it takes, we're going to rally together because I believe that your family is great ambassadors for this message. I'm going to give you the last 30 seconds here to give that final message. Thank everybody and to stay tuned for more information to come from your family in 30 seconds. Well, um, 
Thank you so much, everyone, for your love and support and, and help. And if you if you like, you are definitely able to do that through the Give, Send, Go, Free Jake. If, if folks would like to um, help with the, the J6 defendants, there's another fund for that as well, Pete. Mm-hmm. Good. And we the will continue. Fixed defense fund for the other defendants. And we got uh, 10 seconds to go. I want to thank you so much. And of course, everybody, uh, stay tuned. You can go to band.video. That's where my channel is. And we're going to be posting more updates here in the we coming days, weeks, and months. We now have three new game-changing products that are in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. And one of our best-selling products sold out for over a year that's now back in stock. Our prebiotic does eat any introduction to such amazing things for your gut flora, your overall health. What it does is essential. Go read about it at InfoWarsTour.com. And now, the fourth toothpaste designed with my dad. The last two were big hits. This one is really special. It's turmeric concentrate with a bunch of other essential oils and so much more to take your mouth's health to the next level. We also have high-quality ashwagandha root for your libido, your stamina, your testosterone with black pepper extract to accelerate it as a pill. And we have ashwagandha root gummies as well. Very strong, very powerful now in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. Go there and experience these great products and others and fund the InfoWar. The only way we fail is not taking action. God bless you. Now please visit InfoWarsStore.com and experience these powerful products for yourself.